Dropped in the concept, falsely accused, was used. And misled, bitch, I'm hoping you fucking rest in peace. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Chaos Avatars podcast. It's your boy, Matt, aka Kadokan, your IRL anime guy. What's good with y'all? You've been doing good? I hope you guys been doing good. You know, uh, it's been a while since we've done a podcast episode, but here we here. We're trying to be a lot more consistent. I've been working on some stuff. I got some new videos coming out too. Um, and I've decided to do this on a new channel because I wanted to make sure that it doesn't get too confusing with the other videos I plan to do. So I hope this doesn't get too confusing. So if you want more episodes of the podcast, just subscribe to this channel. You get most of the podcast video uh, episodes on here. And you also still have the available option of the audio video as well so if you listen to the audio how you guys doing hope you're seeing guys as well hope you guys have been doing, having a good week all that good stuff all right so today i want to talk about a topic i want to talk about comics 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 and how they have changed over the years because i've come to the recent realization that comics have become increasingly less popular well at least in physical sales because it recently has shown that 90 19% of physical sales for comics have greatly decreased and I frankly found that very surprising because how the MCU has become increasingly more popular and bringing more new fans to that universe and there's also the DCEU as garbage as they've been handling the characters uh, I would expect a lot more people to go to the comics especially if they've been because there are always the people who are into some of the movies that DC fans were, thought were garbage and would love to probably learn more about it, stuff like that. But since um, those movies have come out in a while and the MCU has still been going strong and the DCU seems to be bringing in some new hitters, I'm not sure if they're going to be great because I'm still very skeptical. But I'm just talking about general because as of recent a lot of shows and movies are coming out that are based off of characters that many people don't really know too much about or have come out recently for example the cw show for naomi i looked back and i didn't realize that naomi was a comic that came out in 2019 a fairly recent comic and it got a show i think it was announced in 2020 and then it released in 2021, and it's still going now, or released this year, I'm not entirely sure, I think it was 2021, or this year, I'm pretty sure it's 2021, but I was genuinely surprised that they got that show, um, they got red green lighted for a show, like, so fast, because they've been teasing a lot of shows that come out for the longest of time, like, there's the Diggle show, that's technically supposed to be the Green Lantern show, and it seems like it's not gonna be green lantern it seems like he is but he's gonna be doing this thing where he's gonna bring together like the young justice or whatever but that's cw we don't we don't associate with cw anymore um but um when i look back i've looked at a lot of the recent comics and i don't really see much variations i'm granted based off of the little research that i've done it wasn't a great amount of research i did a decent amount um from videos and just looking through the databases of comics in general for marvel and dc and a lot of them just seems to be repetitions for comics that came out ages ago there was 
comics for Batman. There's a comic that came out, I think, that came out in 2019 or 2020 that uh, had a comic where Batman and Bigby from the Wolf Among Us uh, video game where they interact with each other. I didn't read that comic. It looks interesting, but personally, I don't care because it's just two detective characters kind of like going at it. I'm assuming it's going to be like a clash of ideologies type comic. And frankly, it could be interesting, but frankly, I don't really care because I've reread and seen way too much Batman (laughs) memorabilia and content for years now. And frankly, I am sick of seeing Bruce Wayne. I'm sick of it. I love Bruce Wayne, trust me, but I'm sick of seeing his face. I'm sick of seeing his face. I'm sick of seeing his name. I'm sick of seeing his parents die like every other time, every other year. Like, come on. It's been a long time, my friend. You need to get that under wraps. But <laughs> I think that uh, the New Age's comics, right, based off of just like the titles in, in general, I've seen a lot of comics like for DC specifically. There's a lot of focus on just the big names that people already know. So Batman, Superman, Harley Quinn, um, not even Joker. You don't really see much of Joker iteration. You may see some other stuff like Black Bolt and some... I don't know if that's Marvel. I might have mixed that up. I might have made a mistake, but uh, there's a lot of variations of the stories. And there was some plots, like there's like the... I think it's called Future Self. Something along the lines of that. I kind of missed it. Uh, I forgot what it's called. But <clears throat> it focuses i think on like different futures for those dc characters in my in essence like they're basically telling a lot of stories that people already know or seen variations of and there's some you know other stuff you see things like a, there's like a one called old lady harley i'm assuming and it's about like harley quinn as an old lady which makes no sense or something like that it's like a weird it's weird like there's five issues of that. Then there's Suicide Squad. There's a lot of this variations of the same characters that, or same, you know, stories of variation of those characters already set up already. You already know about Justice League. You already know about Green Arrow and uh, the deceased Ark and all that stuff. And a lot of them seems to be just rehashes and redos of comics from the olden days, just put in a better format or something like that. And frankly, I find that very disappointing because I want to get back into comics and that's just DC. I'm not too not sure too much about Marvel because Marvel seems to have still relatively strong standings with their story characters, even though there is some form of repetition, but there is always going to be some good things that come out of it um, that I've seen. Like the House of X was a really good one and the story related to it, I come. I'm not good with remembering names. That's my fault. But uh, there's a handful of Marvel comics that came out that were really, really good. And they seem to hold out in terms of storytelling and character progression. And I thought that was really good. But it seems to like in DC, it's like DC has kind of like dropped the ball like so hard and is not even funny. I don't understand why they dropped it so hard because DC used to be such a powerhouse with a lot of the characters that they had and they had a lot of characters that they could have done a lot of plots with with dr fade zatanna all these characters that had a lot of potential for growth or even 
change, not even change, not change in like origins or anything, but just change in their environments, change in their powers, change there's different variations. You can do different stories with it, but it doesn't seem like they kind of adventure it very often, especially with other characters, because they probably don't like the idea of change because it's probably not going to be very profitable for them to switch up storylines or arcs or anything like that maybe that's just from my perceived you know uh leave your comments if you believe so uh if you believe not i'm interested to hear about it but i think that comics are slowly starting to die out especially like the physical copies maybe not like digital copies maybe comics will still become a thing um will still be a thing later on when it comes to digital stuff because that's just a new thing everything is just being digitalized um in terms of physical copies eventually i think that might just become more nothing more than a collector's item it won't be really very uh incent it won't be incentivized for fans of marvel or dc to just go in and be like hey uh let's buy this comic because we love the story i've want to buy comics or the graphic novels for a lot of the stories that i find very interesting like uh dark death heavy metal dark metal with all the variations of the evil justice league um with the dark batman who laughs and flashpoint i've loved flash comics and i've always wanted to come uh collect some flash comics and green arrow comics and all that stuff but it may seem that when it comes to physical copies the sales have dropped dramatically and because a lot of the newer stories that they're doing doesn't really bring in new fans because it seems that they not only does that the repetition seem to have the repetition seem to have a problem uh in this space but it seems they want to put a lot of focus on tokenism representation uh social issues i should say and Frankly, listen, I don't mind stories that have social issues. I don't mind. I've gotten used to the fact that tokenism is going to exist for a while, as much as I may not have, I may not be a big fan of it. But in terms of um, representation, like, it seems that it's like a lot of times I seem to see this issue with a lot of stories, not just in comics, like in TV shows and movies, sometimes when they have black characters with their exceptions of course there's exceptions but there seems to be there's black characters are always to be some form of heavy emphasis on uh, racial tensions with the black character and maybe arguably other non-white characters or white characters doesn't matter who they are they just seem to have some form of racial tension and if your story is heavily focused around that fine that makes sense it's not an issue but if your story is about aliens taking over the planet and for whatever reason that leaks into the main plot of the story super heavily to the point that we're not seeing you fight aliens we're seeing you just talk about racial tensions in alien space and how it relates to you in real life i'm bored i don't want that i come to comics to watch people punch people in the face while learning lessons at the same time i don't care for the most part if you are trying to get a point across yes you can i don't mind you throwing points across points being told is needed lessons are need to be represented you can be make great arts just by doing that but when it becomes a thing where it overpowers the plot or even just you changing your characters to make them 
have these ridiculous origins or ridiculous backstories or ridiculous notions. Like, take the new warriors, the new mutants. I don't even remember what exactly the name of the comic was. Or new warriors. I think it was called New Warriors. And you have, I don't remember when this came. I think this was in 2020 where they have these, it seems like to be like a new uh, Marvel group that came out ages ago. And they have like the characters. I'm pretty sure people saw this. Like they were called like Safe Space, Screen Time, uh, Snowflake. Like I didn't understand truly what they were intending to do with those characters. I never read, never had any interest. I didn't care to read it or watch, uh, read the comic. I don't know what the plot was. And for the most part, I don't understand why that needs to be a thing. Like, you can find inspiration in many different places and ways for fiction, especially for fiction. If you want to talk about specific plots, or especially if it's, like, a problematic plot, like racism or sexism or anything like that, you can do it without having to slap it over the top of your head. Like, taking to force themes down people's necks or throats is not going to appease your audience. And if you're going to... Com- and I've seen, like, the videos of people who are, I think, who are part of, like, DC executives or comic, some DC, uh, comic book executives. And this lady was talking about, like, oh, I'll make my story. And if you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. Okay, sure. Tell them that. And they won't buy it. And then you lose sales. Don't be surprised if you lose fucking sales. Like, <sighs> this is why that people want to come for comics. They don't mind you bringing in new comics onto the scene. In fact, people get excited when you bring new comic characters to the scene. Or if you, the people get almost like roll your eyes if you try to reboot the entire universe or you just want it to be more appealing to newcomers. That's not like the newcomers fault if they don't understand anything. You made it that way. And if they want to learn more, they got to go back there. If you intentionally change it to be a, a more digestible story, you should have started it that way. Or at least... If you're going to reboot it, at least reboot it to make sense. Like, you don't have to change every origin of the character. And even then, you make mistakes. Like, the New 52 is a prime example. No one really likes a New 52 like that. And, um, beyond that, like, if you're trying to appease just a specific group of people, there's going to be the diehard fans or main fans who are going to feel alienated, of course. And if your just main goal is to go to comic books and go to your TV shows or whatever just to appeal to this specific group of people because you believe it's very important, fine, you could think it's important. But the point is, if you make it so important where you sacrifice the story and you sacrifice every ounce of the story, I, you could literally give me a story about a transcript. Euphoria is a prime example. Euphoria is a good story. I've only watched a couple episodes. I, it's not my cup of tea but i can see why people like the show because it's a good story surrounding these characters i don't give a crap if some of the characters are gay or trans or whatever the case may be and if you're trying to push uh um these certain things that are considered in real life as part of social issues it's part of the plot it makes sense it flows well with the plot i don't want you to tell me like say you give me a female character or a female uh, main hero or character, and you make them, say, super powerful, and they all they have to do is fight the sexism or the inadvertently adverse sexism that exists in, say, the Justice League or the Avengers or whatever, and they're fighting against that. 
and that's why they're going to become the most strongest hero they possibly can. Listen, no one cares for that story. No, I'm not going to care for it. And yeah, there'll be some people who like it, but, and of course, there are going to be some of those specific people, the, the demographic of people you're aiming for are going to probably read it, but not necessarily going to read it. They don't have to. They could probably look at me as like, thank you for doing your job and representing us. And they will never touch the comic. Never touch it. They don't care. They're like, yep, the representation there. I can be happy to know that they exist. Now we just need 10,000 more. <laughs> like, that. it feels like it's never going to be enough if you're going to constantly try to represent things. I feel like comics and things like manga and video games are there to tell you stories. They're there to make you want to enjoy a fictional world of these characters and they can tell you lessons and make you follow the progression and growth of characters in many different ways you can tell a very compelling story about that there's compelling stories of superman batman characters that you think you could never relate to have some very relating and compelling storylines and growthing art growth arcs in their comics and you would fall in love with it just because of that if you're just talking about a comic book where take the Naomi comic, I know the backstory, the general, cause I read the synopsis. The synopsis apparently says that we have a, a girl who's from another planet lands on earth in a small town. She basically has Superman's origin, like the very copy and paste Superman origin lands in a, lands in a old, a uh, small town. Uh, she gets raised by adoptive parents. Um, she has alien parents. Alien planet seems to be... It's not destroyed, but it's rolled over by some random dude. Her backstory seems that there was an age and some time ago. There was a bunch of people who randomly got superpowers because of a sun ray that came down from the Earth's ozone layer or whatever. And it gave them superpowers and they had like this weird civil war and some of them died some of them lived and she's like the kid of two of the heroes and when they had their world being take over, no, taken over by one of their allies who was evil they sent her away and parents died well biological parents died and she goes back to avenge her parents' death I guess and she has powers of flight strength energy bursts all that stuff she's pretty much for verbatim set up to be a very powerful character from the get-go which makes sense for her genetics but also it seems like and when they had the show it seems like like in i don't she i don't know how many issues she has i think she has like six or seven and she's already like a part of the young justice squad like she's being sent into different parts of the uh the dc realm fighting again fighting with batman and superman already already like off rip and i thought that was nutty i thought that was crazy because it takes even the the some of the most powerful or even most skilled characters like take mr like was it mr question mr question is a very polarizing character and he's not even really part of the justice league but even then sometimes they help each other out this man's a very interesting and polarizing character and somehow we have this young black teenage girl land on earth gets superpowers and gets almost like insta trust from the justice league and is now part of the young justice the new the new young justice and i'm just like 
I didn't even read the comic and I already don't have any incentive. And I've seen um, reviews on the Naomi show and people are even annoyed about the show. They're like, oh, they're happy we have a new black uh, superhero, but she's boring. Everyone loves her. All that kind of stuff. This is very disappointing. We expected a growth arc. And how do you expect to have a growth arc when you have no arc to start with? She, Her comic just came out two years ago. And she only has like a very few amount of issues. She needs like maybe like a good couple more issues of growing her arc before you can greenlight the show. There's so many other characters you could have greenlit a show for. Look at John Constantine. My boy John Constantine has been shafted for <laughs> the longest time. One of my most favorite characters in the entire DC universe. And somehow he still gets shafted. You can get many characters shows. You can get Mr. Question a show. He's a very interesting character. Dr. Faye could get a show. and Or even just movies. Oh. But let me not like go too off topic. But I'm just saying, like I think one of the reasons why the sales and comics are just dropping down and why comics are starting to become this thing where people are starting to move away from comics and go towards the outside sources, like why manga has become like so greatly more popular is because people who even who are part of the communities and part of these uh, communities that they're trying to represent to like the black community, Asian community, LGBT community, whatever, they tend to get tired of it because they're like listen i understand that my, sometimes my reality could suck but i would rather come to this comic book or come to the show just to watch one of my favorite heroes surpass whatever adversity is in their way physical mental or emotional and i can follow it along with them and possibly get the motivation to keep moving through life with the same form of resolve Sometimes people just want that. People want to be able to just be touched by stories. But then there's comic books like the one where, like when, when Jonathan Kent got confirmed he was bisexual. Remember that? That was like in what, 2021, like early 2021, right? That comic book is garbage. It's garbage. I've looked for it and I even saw a couple uh, shots of the story. It's garbage. It's about climate change. And somehow... Jonathan Kent, the son of Superman, who has the ability to probably stop climate change in his tracks, is walking around with a sign that says, hey, let's stop climate change. Why? And you don't. And now he's confirmed to be bisexual. Listen, I have no problem with characters being bisexual or gay. It's become this thing where now where it seems like they're using characters that even if they're not even major characters, just maybe the sons or relation to major characters like Tim Drake and Jonathan Kent, who... For the most part, you thought they were trying to get with uh, women or with women or whatever. Like Tim Drake was even in the Batman Beyond show and in a lot of other comics was just he was married and had kids. No one, and it was like, OK, fine. But then somehow later on now he's considered bisexual. Listen, I don't care if they're bisexual or not. I'm here to see them kick people in the face. And. And I remember seeing it coming out. And they those two stories didn't come out too far from each other. So I'm pretty sure that crap was planned. And it didn't help boost their sales for the comic at all. People were just like, yeah, let's do it. And then, yeah, we got now our new bisexual characters. And now we're done. <laughs> that's it. No one really gave a crap. The sales didn't increase. Maybe like a little bit of a spike happened. But that's it. And the reasoning for him being bisexual wasn't really truly making sense. Like he just kind of 
found this guy. The guy seems to be into them. They're into each other. And now uh, he got with him. Now he's considered to be bisexual. Fine. And it's become this thing where anytime a character you see in a show or comic book, whatever the case may be, if they're with a most of the time you consider them to be straight for the 90% of the time, you can see Batman with cat. You know good and well that Batman has been with Catwoman for 99.9% of the time in any comic you've seen him with. Right. You had a son with uh, Talia al Ghul, all that stuff. You know, this man is into women, but it's now become this thing where if just because that they're with women doesn't confirm that they're not interested in the other side as well. They're just straight until proven otherwise. And I just found that to be very annoying because I can't like focus on this character trying to possibly get with. A female character anymore because or, or or male character anymore because somehow at some point this character might possibly come out as bisexual and might end up with a guy character out of nowhere without no progression or growth listen you can have a gay character and as long as the progression of the plot and the story makes sense and why they got together i am all for it but if you're just throwing it in my face i don't care anymore i'm i'm inclined to deny it and and frankly the the comics that it, where they kind of show it are not good stories they're not shown to be good stories i've looked at the jonathan kent comic it's not good i've looked at the tim drake comic when he was confirmed to be bisexual it's not good either in my opinion you can think otherwise that's fine but that but i feel like that it's just become this thing especially in comic books where all peep all the characters that you could think of there has to be some form of social change now like my boy stan lee was here showing plots for like racism and sexism in the background without it being too forward in your face x-men is a prime example for that because x-men you could easily relate that to racism for any a lot of people the stories behind x-men because of how much people hate mutants and why mutants have feel like they have to fight just to be seen as human and fight humans and even fight themselves just to prove the point and they have just become this weird power struggle and why x-men is was so well received received is because of the complexity of the plot and how it can relate to yourself and to real life without it having to be thrown in your face that's what i'm just saying and i think that's why manga seems to be like surpassing them at this point and and before i get into manga with movies and stuff movies for like well like that's the main thing i think if, if you believe that comics are going down you know tell me no if you don't believe that they're going down you know leave me why you believe leave a comment why you believe they're not um the and i think and i'm gonna move on to like say the movies um because that was like more of one of the more heavier things i wanted to talk about but what i want to move to now is the movies like the dcu and mcu don't get me wrong i like and i want to say like i'm starting to get tired of the superhero movies i'm a big fan of superheroes trust me and i can't wait for like the doctor strange the second doctor strange movie i can't wait for that i can't wait uh uh, for the moon knight show i can't wait for a lot of things to come out like morbius and all these characters that i can't i mean all these movies i can't wait for the flash movie to come out but i'm getting tired my boy i'm not even gonna (laughs) get I'm just getting a tad 
bit tired because it's become this thing like I kind of want to watch just anything else anything else like I'm tempted to watch like the Knives Out movie I'm tempted to watch any other movie there's like a Viking movie or a Norse movie that's coming out sometime it hasn't been released yet I don't think and I can't and I want to kind of see it but it's like I'm starting to get tired of the aspect of watching a film and then seeing what could possibly happen next in the next film and I gotta pay like 12 to 13 to 15 dollars just to sit down and watch that movie and then sit there for maybe three four hours three hours waiting for like a behind this like a end of the clip scene or the, the end of credit scene two end credit scenes whatever the case may be to see it give me a hint of what the next movie might be about or how it's going to go or how the universe is going to change and i'm a gun not gonna cap i'm getting tired especially with the dceu too they're trying to pull like a no way home or spider-verse thing too where the flash t movie might bring in the michael keaton batman and they're possibly considering if possible i don't know if it's been confirmed or not that they might bring christian bale as batman and trust me i like christian bale batman i didn't see the michael keaton batman so i'm not really hyped for that at all <laughs> it's just the dceu in terms of movies could have been so much better in so many different ways and could have been progressed in such great ways but it seems that I don't know how they kind of like drop the ball and they're trying to re rehash and try to fix everything that they've messed up you know they're trying to change everything to the aspect of like hey when the flash movie comes out everything that was before that's retcon that's not going to be canon anymore and i'm like okay cool but what's gonna happen next are you gonna give me like a new batman movie are you gonna give me a new superman movie a new just justice league movie what are you gonna do because at that point I'm like I'm bored. I don't I don't want to restart anymore. I'm I don't want to restart anymore. Because you guys already did Justice League twice. You've already done Batman v Superman, which was supposed to be a very pivotal story. You've already done um sh the only movies so far that I can providely happy to see without the rest is Shazam, Black Adam, and Flash, but like if it wasn't just falling on the fact that it's mainly going to be to able to retcon everything from beforehand, I'm tired. I'm bored. Like, give me anything else. You can do, like, I think the age, like, I think this time of, like, doing, like, just simply one-shot movies is not going to happen anymore because, of course, people want their money. Like, the Joker movie was a one-shot movie about a DC character, a really different taking of the DC character. And I loved the Joker movie from beginning to end. I loved Walking Phoenix at the Joker. I loved the, the how it progressed. It was amazing. And they're already going to do a second movie. And I'm not really feeling it. I'm not going to cap. Because, like, <sighs> I don't need a second movie. What are you going to talk about in a second movie? Are you going to start bringing Batman in? Because at the end of the film, it showed Bruce parents being killed. It showed the Joker's reign of chaos has truly been born now. So what now? And I think they're saying they're trying to bring in um, William Defoe as uh, like imposter Joker or something. Now, as much as I like William Defoe, Green Goblin, this man is a great actor, and I'm pretty sure he would do a fire job as a Joker imposter. I don't need it. 
I don't need it. I don't need it. I re- I'm being legit with you. I don't need it. Like, I don't need you to do a Flash movie to retcon everything. Just do any Flash story. There's hundreds of Flash stories. There's hundreds of Batman stories. Like, there's already an animated film about the, uh, I believe is Flashpoint. I mix up the names all the time, but Flashpoint where you get to meet Thomas Wayne and that story. Why not do a Batman movie about Thomas Wayne? Thomas Wayne's a fire story. Why not do a movie on Nightwing? A movie on Doctor Fate or any other character that is a very well regardless, well received in the in the universe. Or find ways to do interesting turns and twists on different characters that not many people look at. You can do a mafia like movie with the Penguin, and it could be fire. You could do a film on. Uh, let's say you could do a film on the League of Assassins or whatever the case may be. I don't know, but you could. There's so many characters for you to pick from and stories for you to do. Like, you guys want to do your representation stuff and do a Black Superman? There's literally a specific verbatim story of a Black Superman that's based off of Barack Obama with his own villains, with his own story, with his own arcs that you can literally copy and paste that you can do. And I'm pretty sure hundreds of people would like it. I'm 100% sure, but somehow, you now want to do it, like, and I'm pretty sure you guys, and I'm pretty sure you guys already confirmed Static Shock, like, like, I'm a, I don't know what you guys are going to do with Static, like, I read his new comic, and I don't like it, in my personal opinion, I did a video on it, and I'm going to upload it, and I've uploaded it, um, and his comic is just very is done something that a lot of stories have done that I don't like. It just begins and starts with just race and is motivated only by race for the most part. Like it's not giving me anything to attach to static to. And I'm trying my hardest not to compare it to the show, but it's hard not to. That was the one thing that brought a lot of people to static in the first place it wasn't his first comic it wasn't milestone it was the tv show and and the tv show just surged his popularity to the point that he became a canon character in the dc universe he's kind of garbage but it's fine (laughs) it's garbage he's there but and frankly a lot of people are just saying like just copy and paste the static from the show and put him into the dc universe you don't need to change anything but of course obviously you want to add your own twists and turns it's your own character it's your world it's your stories fine i'm a big believer in to do whatever you want with your characters with your stories (laughs) and frankly like the static that they have in season one like the origins before are completely retconned i think the i think they're retconned i'm not entirely sure but i'm pretty sure they're retconned the one that's going on now because i think the dakotaverse has been changed revamped entirely i explained it in a video but static is a lot more grittier he has this weird thing of like being like this weird vigilante-esque type character while at the same time trying to be this neighborly good guy but even then i don't know much about him but they don't give me anything for me to work with because you could get to that point in three issues there's like five six issues out right now and for right now he's already trying to save a bunch of bang babies 
gear isn't gear like richie's not richie freya eh, i don't really care about freya um but the frida is it freya or frida i think it's frida but the his story is kind of like it's kind of gah now i don't really like it the dakota verse is now focused entirely on um race and plm and all that kind of stuff and frankly listen like I said, I don't care how you start your story. It just depends on how you tell it to me. And it's being told to me in a very representative, here it is, this is the reality of how life was before, and this is how it is, and this is how we're going to start it, because this is makes sense in this character, because he's a black teen and in a black environment and needs to experience all of these things to become the hero that he wants to be for his community. And I'm just like, okay, skip. I skipped it. I can't finish it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to read it anymore. It's boring. I tried to do it. I tried to look at it. His powers don't really make any sense. His progression feels really weird. I don't care for static. I don't care for gear. The only character that has some form of semblance is fucking Hot Streak, and he's a psychopath, which is literally the main thing you have to do. He's a psychopath, and you can't change anything about a psychopath. So, whatever. But, like, Static Chop movie, I feel like... <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do with it not gonna cap like i see that they have the dude who's from like uh who played the guy the black kid in stranger things who's gonna possibly play him i mean (sighs) i don't know what they're gonna do i hope for the best that's all i really could do um as long as like it depends on what they do i have to take a look at the synopsis of what they might do with static story or whatever but beyond that, like DC, the DCU, like it's it's under the mercy of like the MCU, like as far as I can see, because the MCU, it may not be perfect, trust me, but it's doing fairly decently well with the characters. They're bringing in characters that not many people really look to look for, or even know much about, and bringing them to the forefront. Like Kate Bishop is the Hawkeye after, or Hawkeye two Hawkeyes when when uh when Clint like finds them in trains and they both become Hawkeye and eventually when he dies Kate Bishop you know becomes the new Hawkeye so it was cool to have see Kate Bishop they have Moon Knight a character that many people were wondering like yo like we need this guy and he's a very compelling character and now he's getting his own show and he's gonna be in the MCU <sighs> we have the Eternals you have the Celestials now I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna do things like the Beyonders or whatever, but that's gonna be nutty. Um, they have the multiverse now. They're bringing in old school people who've played these roles in the MCU before and trying to give them some girth to them, you know, some realness to their characters before you know the multiverse gets sealed up again. And eventually, they're gonna have their pivotal big fight again because I'm pretty sure the main villain is Khan the Conqueror. Kane the Conqueror, I said that so badly, but... (laughs) And for the most part, like, MCU has been doing fine, as far as I'm concerned, with their characters. And they've already set up for multiple TV shows and multiple movies down the line. They're already prepared to just go, just go through it. And they could probably keep going for a while, for a fat while. I hope they don't, but they can keep going if they want to, and people will still watch it. And... But even then, it's still bringing it back. Like, I'm just tired, bro. Because when I watched the end of the Doctor Strange movie, okay, time to wait for the end of credit scene. Let's see what the next 
uh, movies possibly going to be about. They're going to talk about, say, I don't know, <laughs> like possibly demons, Mephisto, whatever the case may be. I don't know. And they already have introduced characters like Miss America is her name. I don't remember. It's a character that seems to like flop around through different multiverses freely. I don't know much about her. I just know that she has like American things on her suit, whatever. Uh, but these characters are like the MCU and the DCU are on different playing fields. And I think the DC is trying to bring some life back. But the DC has been on decline for a while. And frankly, I'm just like, if they both died, I wouldn't miss them. I'm not going to cap. Like, I, I, I'm satisfied. Like, at Endgame, I was truly satisfied. Like, Thanos is beaten. The arcs of so many stories have ended. Fine. And of course, they're going to continue it. Because there's other arcs for characters they want to do. Like, Sam as Captain America. And eventually, maybe at some point, they're going to make Bucky become Captain America. <sighs> and the stories of Scarlet Witch and Vision and all that kind of stuff. And they might do homages to a lot of comics that Marvel fans are fans of. So, <laughs> so basically saying I'm going to be a Marvel fan now from now on. But for the most part, I feel that the movies are going to start eventually starting to die out. I don't. Well, maybe, like, maybe not die out, but I eventually I'm going to be like, uh, at some point I'm like, I don't really care if you spoil the movie for me. I'm just going to be like, okay, when's the ending film? So that I can binge the other movies in one sitting or two sittings. So that I can just get the, you know, movies beforehand. Then, when the ending arc happens, then I can be prepared. Because I don't feel the urge to be like, okay, Doctor Strange is out, let's go. And then there's like Doctor Strange 4 down the line when the new Doctor Strange comes out or whatever. Like, new Sorcerer Supreme, let's say like Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange dies or something. And now we have Doctor Strange 4 for... Uh, say for net leads because Ned has magic now, like something like that. Like, like they have the fourth movie about Ned, and I'm just gonna be like, ah, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being overly picky, but I feel like the movies, um, I'm 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 low key getting sick of them because I kind of want to just watch a lot of normal movies again. I do like superhero movies. I love them. I love them, but the idea of just simply sitting there waiting for like two hours to like two hours and 45 minutes just to wait for the end credit scenes just to progress and probably assume like oh what will they do next type thing it's like it gets exhausting over time that's how i feel with a lot of stories if a story keeps going and going and going and going even if it may be good if it keeps going at some point i'm like i don't care how good your story is i need it to end i need to have a climactic ending it needs to end because the greatness of a story is that it needs to end. And you want more, but you know good and well that you shouldn't have more. You know? Like, it's like, you know you want to eat a lot of good food. But if you keep eating, you're going to get fat and you're going to get tired and you're going to burst your stomach open. So obviously you want more. But eventually you know later. Okay, I can wait. Sorry about that. Some minor technical difficulties. But uh, well, for the most, but basically I'm just going to say, like, you, you want to be able to finish your story you don't want to keep going and eventually keep dragging people on when they know gonna well like, yeah i'm gonna have fun but eventually i'm gonna be like okay like when are you gonna stop like how many more sequels how many more like pushes for plot are you gonna do i need you to stop at some point i don't need you to keep going on forever please don't 
So that because he wants space for other stories, he wants space for new stories, he wants space for new characters to get into. And if you don't have that, you know, option, and you're just focusing on this one singular story that will never end, then what next? Then you're just gonna eventually become desensitized to that aspect, and you're just gonna keep reading those, watching those films. But but beyond that, I mean, I hope this is good. I'll probably watch it, but I don't know. I feel like that the superhero movie age is going to come to a close then, probably like in the next year or two, because eventually at some point they might reach might maybe like phase five, phase six in MCU. And if they restart the DC universe, they might just be at phase two of that or whatever they do with it. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but frankly, like with the DC, I can't really look at it straight without cringing a little bit, but, (laughs) um, but, you know, I am curious. So, you know, tell me what you guys' uh, favorite comics are, your favorite uh, DCU or MCU movies. I mean, actually, yeah, I'm curious because there's a lot of people who have different ideas because I have someone who does like the Batman v Superman movie. I did not, but he liked it. Uh, but, hey, <laughs> everyone is entitled to their own opinions, even if it's wrong. <laughs> but either way... um. I did mention before I want to talk about manga too because when it comes to comic books and manga if people are like manga stomping out comics like to the end and I can understand why because comics and manga doesn't force you to uh, listen to a representative aspect of something like a social issue or something directly it's most likely going to be incorporated to the plot of the characters or stories that you're looking at if it's just simply hey i want you to like this and like the story because i have a trans anime character or black trans anime character or whatever the case may be love my story they're like no i like the story because the story is great and the bonus is i have a black trans character or black gay character or black character or whatever the case may be whatever representation or thing that they were pointing at and i think that manga and just anime in general not only does that you just get to see stories shown at the greatest that they can be without having to be influenced by the aspect of we have to represent this or have to represent that or we have to focus on this or have to focus on that we have to appease everyone no like they do what they want and if you don't like it you don't like it if you like it you like it that japan doesn't care like they will do what they want because with manga you can find almost any story you could ever think of you could think of almost the most randomest thing off the top of your head and you most likely will find an anime about it and it could be told a very fantastic story without you having like on netflix it's hard for you to find a simple one singular show that you love on manga or anime you could probably find it in 10 seconds or 10 minutes less than that because there's so many anime so many mangas out there that can surpass the stories of many comics just with one volume or one arc in general like you get stories like from like say Rarouni kenshin that's one of my most favorite mangas and stories to ever look at with the art of redemption a character that is living through life, trying to redeem for the actions of his past life. And you kind of like ask questions like, can someone truly be redeemed from the horrible things that they do? You can even look at themes from like Dragon Ball Z to get like, does true motivation can come from power? Do I, 
it, what's the true motivations of life do I need or something like that. That's a stretch, but that's DBZ, like motivation. Naruto never giving up on your dreams in general. That's just general shonen, but Naruto never stopping for your dreams no matter how much adversity is in your way. Silent voice, you can find love in even the most strangest of places no matter how much life has hindered you in some aspects like you can get so many stories and be represented in many different ways without having to force it down people's throats and i think that's why manga is probably just going to overshot comics for the years to come to the point that comics are going to be like bro we have to go straight to digital we can't do physical copies anymore like which it seems like that's what they're heading to and i don't want that to happen but it seems like that's the aspect that's going to happen because they don't really want to shift or change the dynamics that they already have because it works it works for them and if it doesn't and if it if you know if they like it's not gonna make things better for them like if you make a new character and make a new story how many people are really gonna look at it like and even then like it's the people think it's make they make it so difficult to think that it's hard to think of new characters you can think of a character in almost any situation no matter how dark or lighthearted you want to make it, you can make a character. You can make anything in fiction. But it seems they like to focus on things like teenage characters. Like th there's a recent Marvel comic that's been released or going to be released. I don't know if it's been released. That it's called the Monkey Prince, and it's like a character I, who happens to be the son of Sun Wukong. I thought he was Sun Wukong, but he's not. Uh, who's the son of Sun Wukong, and it seems that he's a teenager, you know, living through college and living through high school, trying to go through the adversity of being a monkey man or something like that. I don't think he has like the fur. I think he first has just human skin, and then he can turn into an animal. And he meets the people that used to be uh, his father's like partners or whatever uh, when he was around i don't think he's dead or whatever and it's just they literally mentioned like the journey to the west for the monkey prince or something like that and i'm just like okay cool but like how many times have we done variations of the you know journey to the west story and i'm like at this point like i've already got a video game coming out about sun wukong and i've already know the original story and that's all i need i don't need any more variations of the sun wukong story like there's the movie there was the one movie, and that's all I'm willing to accept beyond that. Now, if you want to read it, that's fine. Go right ahead. But I don't think it's going to cause any ripples in the Marvel Universe because it's it's just another character that is a teenager who has powers or is going to get powers or has powers who's trying to live through life as a teenager with superpowers who used to be the son of a legend, something like that, you know? And... It seems to be a lot of stories that follow that repetitive formula, especially in Marvel. Uh, and same thing in DC, they seem to follow the gritty art of like no parents, dead parents, traumatic backstory every single time. Uh, and I have to go through this traumatic life of being a hero or anti-hero or a villain and live through that. And I was going to talk about the TV shows, but like... I'll leave that for another episode, but for the mangas, but mangas and anime are will always will stomp out um, comic books and 
that's just the main thing. They don't focus too hard, and they focus on the story. And everyone wants you to focus on the story. And if you focus too hard on anything else, like the representation, how the character looks, how the character sounds, what they talk about, the social issue, anything, the conflict could literally be you're trying to fight slugs, slugs on the floor, and go at five miles an hour, and your goal is to stop the slugs. And it could be talking, be a metaphor for. Uh, going too slow in life or going too fast in life or whatever and to always take time and endure like it'll be in the moment or whatever and it can tell a great story with just that simpler as simple aspect of slugs on the floor without even saying it or the art of slugs on the floor and talking about representation of the slow moving action of uh racial discrimination how to fight against or whatever you could probably make it out of anything i'm making crap up off the top of my head this is stupid but you can do that without having to just be like this is a black character fighting racial discrimination and they're gonna do it in their own style like cool strong teen and they will never lose any fights like (laughs) if that's what it feels like sometimes because sometimes it feels like they're just trying to make it too aggressively like social issue this is what it is and you're gonna love it no we don't we don't have to and and i think that's like that's probably one of the things that's why manga and anime have something over comics and even the movies like a lot of people just love anime so much more i think that's one of the reasons why anime got such a massive surge of fans in the most recent years because it was never this high before when i got first got into it but you know, we welcome them, obviously, but it's at the same time, it's like, I think the age of, like, com- well, this age of comic books, like Marvel and DC, eventually going to start to die out, and eventually, same thing is probably going to happen with other comic books, but eventually, other comic book series might rise up against it, maybe, like, Dark Horse might come back and do something uh, great or more, but even then, they usually don't do that very often, they don't really usually do that great either, because they're under marvel and dc like even though they may be the third best they're probably like mounds levels below marvel and dc but they might rise up just because the repetition of marvel and dc eventually might go against them and the constant representation might fight against them either that's what i'm saying that's what i believe but you know others are open to the interpretation let me guys know what you guys think of course and i think that's what i mainly leave it out here i'm gonna leave it a little bit short for this one um, it's been a while since I've done this com- conversations like this. I just thought this was interesting because I did take a look at comic books. I'm going to leave some of the lists of them right there. I was going to be a little bit more controversial, but I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be sweet. I'm going to be, you know, keep it tame for now. You know, it's been a while, uh, but I was going to reference a comic book called Nibu and Nibu. I can't pronounce the name. I'm sorry. But the comic book was about the first trans Amazonian. Take that as you will. I don't know. I, I was going to talk about that, but I'm going to leave that alone for now. But other than that, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed the fifth episode of the Chaos Avatars podcast. I think it's the fifth episode. I might be wrong. It's been a while, but I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you guys subscribe to the new pay cat. Well, forgive me, but subscribe to the new channel. For the podcast you know subscribe to the chaos avatar channel as well and we got new videos for that as well coming out um 
We got new episodes coming out as well. Don't forget to check out the audio version of this podcast as well. Don't forget to follow our Instagram and our Twitter. We're relatively active on there as well. And hope you guys enjoyed. It's your boy Matt, a.k.a. Katakun, the Chaos Avatar leader of this channel and your IRL anime god. And have a good one. Peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace.